Hi, good afternoon. This is attorney Todd Hollis from Todd J. Hollis Law, and welcome to Civil Action. We've got on our show today a activist, someone who has uh, decided to take his show on the road. And we have for you Mr. Tom Moran. Mr. Moran, how are you, sir? I'm well, I'm well. Thank you for having me on. Hey, well, thank you for being a guest on the show. You know, here on Civil Action, we talk about issues and and not necessarily popular issues, but issues that, you know, we, we deal with every day. And um, some of them are hard issues to discuss. And uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about uh, about you. Um, I understand that uh, you have decided to, in some ways, you know, take your, your activism show on the road. Tell me a little bit about what you do. And, and, and first of all, who are you? Sure. Um, well, I'm 65. I'm a retired mail carrier. And then I was a school bus driver, but it's not safe driving a bus now. And mm-hmm. I've been active since I was 17 against the Vietnam War. But I'm kind of reactivated right now with Trump in the White House. I'm trying to do some good visuals. That's why I make these banners. I hand paint them. And I bought a giant paper mache head a few years back. That's a giant Trump head. Mm-hmm. And my idea is you give the media a good visual, and then you can get the message out. So that's so what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to motivate people to think before they vote. So your message is you want to educate people about the candidates, or you want to educate the people about a particular candidate? Well, I want Joe Biden elected. Trump's a okay. threat to the nation, I believe. He's Why do you believe flames. that? He's banned the flames of racism. He brings out the worst in people. His character is lacking. And I'm an old white guy. Most of my old white friends are Trump supporters. But I do mm-hmm. know a lot of people that last time didn't think it made a difference, and it does. So what I tend to do is look for the weakest link. And I think his weakest, weakest link is the coronavirus. Because he has so mishandled it, we're having nearly a thousand deaths a day. So that's my focus. So let me ask you this. How has the fact that you support uh, Joe Biden affected your relationship with, with your friends who you say the majority of them are Trump supporters? Well, um, I'll tell you first about my wife's family. Um, she, they cut off relations with her. Uh, there's no contact. She sends birthday cards. They're all Trump supporters. They're in Michigan and Ohio. My friends, a lot of them were Bernie Sanders people. They came around. The people I worked with driving a school bus, they're all Trump supporters. It's a rural area that I drove a school bus in, and they tended to vote Republican, and that's the end of the story. And some of them were pretty hot-headed. Why do you think that is? I mean, mean, we've heard... 
We, we, we've heard all, you know, we, we've all heard the news stories about the, the collusion with Russia, uh, the, the things that he said about women, um, you know, how he's treated, you know, immigrants who are coming to the country. I mean, notwithstanding all of that and, and many more that I haven't mentioned, you know, why do you believe that, you know, these, these people that you once knew as friends still feel so ardently, uh, firm about their support of Trump. I'll tell you what one guy said, and he was a decent guy. He, uh, he told me he wasn't comfortable with the way things were. He said, this isn't the country I grew up in. And I understand what he means. It's changed, but change isn't always bad. But I think he doesn't feel the way it was in the past. If you were a white man, you ran the show. Your wife did what you wanted. She stayed at home. She didn't work. Power relationships have changed. And I think people feel threatened by that. Hmm, that's a good point. Threatened in the sense that what? They're no longer in control? They're no longer in charge. They get questioned. And I got to admit, I mean, we all learned from our parents. My dad was a Democrat. My mom voted for Hillary Clinton before she died. And she didn't live to see the election, thank God. But um, my dad tended to run the show, and he was a hard-working guy. My mom didn't question him very much. My wife now, it's all different. She's an engineer. She went to the University of Michigan, as did I. She's mm -hmm. well-educated. Her income's better than mine. I'm not threatened by that. Her independence is good. And sometimes, I have to admit, she'll challenge me, and um, I say I like to be challenged, but sometimes I have to work on it. So you think that the support of Trump really is just a you support Trump that they believe that somehow or another they want to get back to what you know to what to what they knew That's when 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 so-called white America was in control. That's part of it, but there's mm -hmm. a darker side too, and it's not all of the supporters, but there's a darker side. Tell me I about that. To, yeah, I will. I went to an event with Kid Rock and uh, Donald Trump Jr. And it was in Macomb County, that bellwether county. Mm -hmm. And I had, I, I arranged it so I'm safe. I ran a pickup truck and I have a giant display of the Trump head in the back and banners uh, and, you know, my sign with the COVID death toll. And it was a narrow street, a lot of people on the street and after I had driven by five or six times, and I'm not there to tick them off. I'm there to get media. I'm there to reach people that the media can reach out to. But they were sticking bumper stickers on my truck. You can see one there. They didn't like the word dead. All the people that died because of Trump's mismanaging the virus, so they covered it up. They were sticking them on the side of the truck. You know, and you don't mess with people's trucks. They should know that. Right. So right. I took it for a while. But after about the fifth time driving by getting those stickers on, I stopped my truck and I got out and I, I'm not sure what words I can use. I yelled, get the F away from my truck. And I think they were, they were surprised. And I got back in and I went down the street and removed them. So they mm -hmm. try to intimidate people. And I know a lot of women are afraid to go to events to protest and support someone against Trump because they intimidate women more than me. I mean, I'm not being, I'm not looking for trouble. I'm looking to reach out to people, and I go to where the media is, and they're at these events. 
but I take my message and I try to do it in a safe way. Um, but I go there. I mean, you can do it. You, you got to use your head, and it helps. And I'm an old white guy. I know that. <laughs> um, that helps. Well, let's talk about that. So you decided that you were going to, to sort of take your show on the road. You rent this van. Uh, you you make you make uh, huge signs, right, in support of Biden. And yeah. you decide that you're going to go to these Trump events that you know going into them that there is a potential for violence and intimidation and maybe even possible, you know, consequences with law authority, right? Well, I check them out pretty well. The trucks say the main thing I'm worried about now is the virus. I'm not afraid of people. If work with the virus, it wouldn't be a problem for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps that there's media there with cameras because that t- kind of tempers people's reactions. Um, the one that you're showing on the screen now, that was a smaller venue I just went to in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, where Donald Jr. was. And the town was a smaller town, 20,000 people in Johnstown. I figured people would have small town values. I grew up in a small town in upstate New York, and they don't get as hot when Trump himself isn't there. So things went pretty good, but I do say at one point, a guy came up to me towards the end of my time there, and he said, get the F out of town. And he he starts to grab the banner and pull it away. And I said, hey, it's a free country. And then something surprising happened. A younger fella that I didn't know supported my message. He took his shirt off and he said, you leave him alone. You want to mess with me? And the other guy, who was pretty portly, he backed off. But the cops didn't come. They weren't interested until they saw there was going to be a fight. They didn't do anything okay. to protect me. Hmm. That's interesting. So I, I guess I'm impressed with the fact that, one, you know, this, this is something that you're very passionate about. And, and two, you know, you decided to do something about it. Um, how did your wife feel? I mean, obviously you're, you're taking this journey. She knows that there's a high potential for confrontation. You know, was, was she at all concerned? Her big concern is the virus. She asked me afterwards, did you come in contact with people, close contact with people? And I, I hadn't. I wear my mask. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, when they were yelling and when they were trying to antagonize me and egg me on from the lines, I ignore them. I don't, I don't engage. Nothing good comes out of engaging with a Trump supporter. Nothing. Hmm. The worst thing How many, can be violence. Well, it'll get filmed. I want my message to go out. I only go there because the cameras are there. Well, that's, that's, that's certainly a good, a good motto to, uh, to, to learn from. But let me ask you this question. How many yeah. African-Americans did you see at any of these events that you've attended? Not many. Uh, a few, not many. The thing, okay. that picture there you're showing now, that was at Macomb County, really, with Kid Rock. They were packed in. They weren't wearing masks. Mostly old white guys, some women, Confederate flags, and then they glom on to the thing about respecting the police. I, mm-hmm. I think when I say they kind of attach themselves to that, I think it's more a way for them to approach keeping people down. And not every Trump supporter believes that, but it's convenient. When I you say keeping people down, you mean keep, keeping black people, people of down? Color, people of color, mm-hmm. poor people. I think they, I don't blindly support anybody. 
I want to look at the facts. I want to see what happened. And I understand, even from my limited background, I understand that people in poorer communities are hurt and are arrested and harassed more by the police than I would be. I know mm -hmm. I have, I can get away with things that other people couldn't. Um, How many rallies have, have you attended? Um, what where what where do you intend on going? You know, uh, in the future. Right. Um, well, my big thing. What were your experiences? Uh, there's a debate Tuesday in Cleveland, so I've got the pickup truck now in the driveway. Trump heads <laughs> going to be mounted in it, and I've got the banners I'm going to attach. And I had to update the death count to 203,000, and I've got the big flags riding with Biden. And I'll say one reason I ran a truck is they tend to respect trucks. And for them, okay. a truck is a Trump truck. But I don't rent a little truck. They have little trucks. I run a Ram 2500. My truck's bigger than <laughs> And to them, size matters. And it might sound silly, but it does. Well, so, apparently it matters to you too, right? <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get the attention and I'm trying to be safe. And okay. for the uh, debates, Trump's going to be in Harrisburg. So I decided to add that onto the trip. So we're driving to Harrisburg. When I get done with you, we're heading to Harrisburg. He's going to be at the airport there tomorrow, and we'll be there from, say, noon to 5, driving, hoping to get some interviews in the cell phone lot. And okay. gone by the time Trump comes out. That's something you, else I do to stay safe. I leave, I get there early, and I leave before it gets too crazy there. So I've got two minutes before our show ends, but let yeah. me ask you this. What is the message the message that you hope to get across to people who are watching uh, this video and this interview. My message is you have more power than you realize. Be active, get some good visuals. The media will cover you with good visuals. Be safe. Think about a way to do something and be safe. The giant Trump head I have there, I paid a man to make that out in the West Coast for me. It's a good visual. A camera can't resist it. So they swing over to cover the head, but I don't just let them film the head. I have my message there too. Be mm -hmm. safe, be early if you're going to events, and bring a friend. Do you have any uh, social media sites that people can visit to to see pictures or uh, you know to support you in in your message? We do have a website uh, from the 2016 campaign, GiantTrumpHead.com. It's all one word, GiantTrumpHead.com, and it shows most of our efforts from 2016. Um, okay. The money I, I'm using to pay for this, I, I made from my school bus driving job. Uh, I have hobbies and I have passions, and this is my passion. Do you have a, a PayPal account or a GoFundMe account or anything that there, people can? There is a GoFundMe account if people want, wanted to. I'm not looking. I mean, if you wanted to throw in a few bucks, I wouldn't complain. I got a diesel today and it burns more, more fuel. And it's well, I, I, will, I will certainly support you. Okay. What, what is your GoFundMe account? Yeah, it's called Send Tom to the DNC and the Debates. My first name is Tom. It's Tom Moran. Send T Tom that, to the DNC T and the Debates. Oh, and I'm going to Nashville, too, October 21st. So Okay, say that one more time just so we get it. Send the GoFundMe Tom. account. Yeah, the GoFundMe is Send Tom to the DNC and Debates. And uh, okay. I appreciate your time, and I appreciate everything you've done to help me out in Pennsylvania. 
Well, listen, I, I, I can't think of a more worthier cause. Uh, I certainly would never think about charging you a dime, you know, for all the great work and all the great things that you're doing to support democracy here in our country. Uh, anything that, that I can do from, from a legal standpoint, you have my cell phone number. You know that, uh, all you need to simply do is give me a call and, uh, we'll put our resources to work for sure. I want to thank you for the time, you know, Mr. Moran, that you've given, uh, here today. I know that there's a lot of other places that you could have been. I wish you success in your, uh, your oncoming efforts. Uh, and, and for all the viewers, you know, please, uh, go check Tom out. You know, if you've got a few bucks and you want to support his cause, you know, please certainly do so. What he's doing is helping our country. Uh, Tom, again, thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Okay. Thank you. And Pennsylvania is going to be the key. So make sure you vote and vote as early as you can. All right. Well, all that's uh, all we have here today from uh, Civil Action. I realize that there are many places you could have been, but you're right here with me, and I appreciate it. Have a great day. We have to go to the root. We have to go to the cause. Dealing with the condition itself is not enough, and it is because of our effort toward getting straight to the root that people oftentimes think we are dealing in hate.